I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Boom, people. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to talk about the future of NFTs, my predictions for 2021, 2022, 2025, 2030, where we could be with NFTs. Personally, I want to go through the good and the bad of NFTs, what I think they're used for sometimes and how potentially it's money laundering, other things that are going on. But I see a huge, huge potential for NFTs and as a huge indicator that we are at some kind of tippy top point in markets. I think it's going to be pretty interesting to talk about all in today's episode. Now, if you've had your head above sand for past year, you've probably heard about NFTs. Usually they're strange pieces of art that are selling for millions or tens or even hundreds of millions of dollars. So what exactly are these pieces of art and how does NFTs way bigger than just the art community? So NFT stands for non-fungible token. These are items that you cannot fudge with. Again, you can't fudge with these things. Okay. No funging around with your tokens. Right. So essentially though, an NFT literally is a piece of digital space. Essentially like I, in the most basic terms, it's copyright material to whatever thing is. Now there are moments in history that they've NFT'd. There's a LeBron James dunk and they've essentially taken that copyrighted moment saying you can own and possess the copy. And that, that's an easy way for me to understand the copyrights to that moment in history. Other people have done the same thing with art. So they will have, imagine having the Mona Lisa and you own the copyrights to the one and only Mona Lisa. However, it goes a step deeper because that copyright information is attached to a blockchain, a decentralized system that's validated by thousands and thousands of computers that all verify that you are the one and only owner of the NFT. So other people couldn't come along and say, no, I'm the actual owner of the Mona Lisa. You go, no, hey, here's my non, no funging around with my tokens. Here they are, okay? But there is a way bigger, broader future for NFTs than just art or just taking a moment of time and making it into an NFT and selling it for gazillions of dollars. And this is a strange world, which kind of brings us into Ready Player One, which is a very interesting and very futuristic movie where everyone is on VR, essentially. They run around in a virtual world and have real consequences in that world, depending on how they perform and how they play. NFTs have a huge space in buying things in the virtual world. So I just wrote down my top uses, what I think, and we're gonna step through each one of these one by one. We just talked about art. It's probably the most notable what you see online. You see these big ticket items, artists that are validating or selling an NFT of a piece of art. But again, like I said before, I think there's a way bigger play for NFTs here. Let's step through each one of these one by one. We just talked about virtual reality. Again, ready player one. Imagine going in a virtual world and you own a virtual Lambo in that world or a virtual Rolex or some kind of gold chain or a huge mansion on park at whatever it is. You can have that in a virtual world and you're paying real world dollars for that. And it's on a digital real estate that is actually valuable, that you could sell that real estate digitally to someone else that wanted to purchase it from you. Now, I know that sounds wonky, but when you watch Ready Player One, it actually kind of brings it into reality of, 
man, imagine if everyone was playing this one game, virtual reality type of game that had true conquests and things to it. Well, things would be valuable in that game to give you a leg up, to give you some type of advantage in the game and some kind of status in the game as well. We have this currently with regular video games. You upgrade to a different sword or different helmet, different suit, whatever it is. And you can pay real world dollars for that because it gives you an advantage in the game. This is taken to a whole nother level where you're actually buying real estate and mansions and things that you can actually trade to others. Again, all backed by a blockchain. Now that's fun. You see the Paul brothers right now trying to launch a new game for virtual reality, but I think there's a way bigger play beyond just art and virtual reality. So let's step through to the next one, which is membership. I think this is one of the strongest plays that NFTs have for the next five or 10 years. And it kind of coincides with this next one. Imagine having a wallet or a social media type of page that displayed all of your NFTs for a certain types of memberships. So if you were at Drake's Donda concert launch party, whatever that thing was, where he didn't actually release the album and just he's throwing another one, whatever, you would have an NFT showing that you physically attended that event. And that would go on some kind of brag board, a wallet, some social media where people could see. If you're at the Super Bowl last year, you would have an NFT of your ticket that's verified and it's, tra- you know, it's an NFT. So it's verified by a blockchain that you were actually at the Super Bowl. If you have a season pass to Snowbird Ski Resort, or if you have a country club membership, that would all be on an NFT for people to go and see and be, wow, like that guy's legit. You buy a Lambo, you don't just have a Lambo, you have an NFT of a Lambo that people can see and go on social media and go, wow, that guy's legit. Again, it pr- plays into a brag board. If you were the first person to a founding member of a certain mastermind group, you could have an NFT of that mastermind group. If you set up a concert hall and you're the founding member, you have an NFT of that concert hall. Imagine, it's like a LinkedIn profile, essentially, right? But instead of you just making stuff up and writing on your LinkedIn and your buddies are like, yeah, I validate that guy. It's actually legit validated by a blockchain and it's given to you like almost like in a badge or an award thing. If you imagine like a general with like a suit of like armor, right? And people on social media can see your brag board and your membership of certain classes. I mean, you could have it for universities. Hey, I have an NFT that I graduated from, you know, Harvard or Princeton or some crazy dumb school that you spent $300,000 on for an education. Now, most of these, you probably won't be able to trade. You're not going to trade those things. Maybe a country club membership though. You're right. You could sell that to somebody else, but hopefully you can't sell your Harvard degree, but pretty interesting space for this. Now, the next piece that I see a huge, huge potential for is in gambling. We've actually already seen this with Zed Run. If you haven't seen Zed Run, this thing is amazing and actually really cool. And something, when I first saw it, I thought it was the dumbest, literally the dumbest thing I've ever seen on the planet. And I, after I realized what it was, I kind of started to believe in it. And I actually might go buy a horse here pretty soon. What Zed Run is, is they have created a whole online, essentially gambling platform around horse racing for digital horses. They created a certain number of breeds of horses and you can breed a certain horse that you believe will perform the best in a race. And the race is all randomized and how they run them. I don't exactly know. I'm hoping it's, it's legal and it's actually fair, but it's all run on a blockchain. You actually can enter your horses into races where you are gambling. Essentially you, you pay in, there's a pot, you can race. Other people can gamble on the horse race as well. And you can train your horse. There's a lot of things you can do to your horse to upgrade things. You can breed certain horses. You can sell horses. You can buy horses. There are horses right now selling for tens of thousands. I'm, I'm guessing, I don't even know the numbers. I'm sure there's a, a million dollar horse out there all on Zed Run. And they're making people real dollars right now by going in the gambling space and running their horses against 
other horses. And gambling in general, not just Zed Run, but this creates a decentralized place for gambling, essentially allowing for gambling to happen on any sport, any place, on any planet, any state, any country. You could gamble on that thing. It opens it up to video games and other things like that. Again, back to virtual reality up here as well. Now up here, but this brings us to our next topic, which is tax havens and money laundering. Now, personally, I think there's more going on than just people wanting to acquire digital art. I don't think people are buying eight pixels of a rock for a couple million dollars just because it looks nice. I actually think there's something deeper happening going on. Now, number one, it could be taxes. People are trying to avoid taxes. There are certain taxes around art. That you can get write-offs depending on what country you are, what you're doing. And if you classify what you're investing into as art, you get certain major, major tax benefits from doing so. Secondly, though, that I am totally a believer in is that it is money laundering. I think there's a lot of NFTs right now that are being sold because of money laundering. Now, what do I mean by that? Bridger, hey, uh, we're selling drugs, okay, me and you. I'm gonna give you a shipment of $2 million of cocaine. Now, you could get me cash and bundle it together and give me $2 million of cash. Yes, that could work, but if you've watched any of the drug shows, you know they can track dollars, they can trace a lot of stuff. However, I could also at the same time list an NFT of a eight pixel rock for $2 million and you buy it from me for $2 million in a very legal transaction. And I, uh, I have clean money now and I can put that in bank accounts. I can use whatever I want with it. And, and, uh, I have now laundered money out from my secret, you know, drug dealing business, whether it's trafficking, illegal services, whatever it is. I think money laundering, that's one example. There's probably way more complex examples of money laundering than that, but it's a way for you to have clean money come from one source to another through a freaking JPEG of a rock, right? <laughs> now, I don't know. I'm not calling anybody out, but just some of these just seem so dumb. They have no value. I, I just don't know why anybody would be paying such a price for it. There must be a different reason, right? There must be a tax reason or there must be a money laundering reason. I don't know. Let me know in the comments. Is it money laundering? Is it not? What do you guys vote? I actually really want to know. And additionally, if you like our content, please like and subscribe. It helps the YouTube algorithm apparently and it push this video to other people and helps us create more content. Now, finally, what I want to say is I was sitting down with a fund manager a few weeks ago that manages multi-billion dollar funds. We were talking about NFTs and his point was this. He said, Bridger, the fact that these NFTs are selling for so much money and people are throwing money on random horse races or on digital suits, uh, tens of thousands of dollars shows that we have hit a certain point of our market where everyone is rich. We have too much money, not maybe not too much, but we have a lot of money in our markets. When people are buying Pokemon cards for tens of thousands of dollars, you know we've hit a top part of our economy and he was very cautious moving forward that we have somehow peaked out and this is the action, this is the tippy top and one of the signs of the tippy top. Now, who knows? Maybe the Fed's gonna print money forever like they've shown over the last 18 months or maybe this is a sign of something bad coming in the future. I don't know. But what I do know is that NFTs are freaking insane and we live currently in a FOMO investing period. And if you believe this is going to take off like Bitcoin took off or Ethereum or any of these other coins, you want to get in early and acquire some of this digital real estate or digital land or whatever it is, art or virtual reality or membership or gambling or whatever it is, so that you can have the lion's share five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 years from now. Anywho, make your own investing decisions. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. I'm personally a huge believer on this money laundering thing. That's got to be happening. I don't care who you are. That's got to be happening. But thank you guys so much. See you on the next episode. Bye. I'm going to tell you I'll miss you if you go
Bridger here. I have four free and simple ways I can further help you to scale your business or fund. Number one, I have a YouTube channel with actually, I don't, to toot my own horn, I think it's decent content on there. Go check it out. Bridger Pennington is a YouTube channel. We go very deep on funds. Number two, I have a one hour free training at investmentfundsecrets.com. We go very deep into how to actually start and scale your very own fund from ground zero. Number three, you can join our free private Facebook group of like-minded people like me and you that go out and launch and scale funds. I go live in there once a week. The name of the group is Investment Fund Secrets. And then number four, finally, I have a free PDF guide on how to actually launch and scale your fund. If you go to investmentfundsecrets.com slash guide, you can download that guide. Now, finally, people always ask me, Bridger, can you help me one-on-one? Can we work together? Yes, I don't wanna talk about that in here, but if you wanna learn more, message me, Bridger at investmentfundsecrets.com or just DM me on Instagram. Thank you guys, and I'll see you in the next episode.